One man, one mission to rid the world of low standard and mediocre acting once and for all. Brian Timoney, the world's leading authority on method acting, brings you powerful, impactful, volcanic acting and business of acting techniques in his special acting podcasts. It's Brian Timoney's World of Acting, Unplugged and Unleashed. Hi, it's Brian Timoney here, and uh, welcome to this very first podcast session that um, that we've put together. And I'm pleased to say that I'm joined by Rob Goodman today. Hello. So, uh, welcome, Rob. Thanks, yeah. Great to be here. So, Rob, what we're going to talk about today is auditions. Um, ah. So, you know, <laughs> usually that word is enough to f- strike fear into hearts of many an actor. They run a mile. Um, the good thing, I mean, the, the thing is, though, we all want them, we all need them. But they do present some issues. Well, and they're challenges. pretty essential in the life of an actor, aren't they? They're absolutely you have essential to go for auditions. I mean, you know, yeah. What we do it's how we get them. work. Exactly. Yeah. So, I think what would be interesting is for you know to discuss what is it that when what happens when actors go to auditions, and what is it that we need to look out for as actors, the kind of do's and don'ts of of um, audition technique. If you yeah, like. I mean, you know what, every audition is is different depending on whether it's a television audition or, or audition for film. And TV and film auditions are distinct and separate and a very different animal, or or theatre auditions. But I think you know there are a few basic rules that that for all of them, and I don't know, you know, for me, the most important rule. For the auditioners, be on time. <laughs> That's it. Be on time. <laughs> Sounds basic, but yep. very important. Sounds basic, but very important, and probably the most important thing, actually, <clears throat> about your audition. Do not be late under any circumstances. It's better to be two hours early than two minutes late. And, yeah. and this is a funny thing, because yeah. like, I think that if, unless you're in the acting profession... Most people don't realise just how important that is because in many other professions, timekeeping obviously will be important, but in our profession, it's like this unwritten rule, uh, you know, with cast and directors, agents and the actors, that if you're late, you know, for an audition, you might never get seen again by that cast and director because they think you've been disrespectful or you're not interested in it enough. Yeah. So, uh, I I mean, um, there's a very good chance that if you're late for an audition, not only would you maybe not seen again by that same casting director, but you probably won't be seen for that audition. You missed your audition time because they run on a very tight schedule. Uh, most auditions, and they're each actor or actress has 10 minutes. That's what they get, 10 minutes. And so if you're five minutes late, they'll just say, oh, no, we'll, we'll, we, we can't see him. We're going to get behind schedule. And getting behind schedule costs a lot of money, especially if you're filming in, on a feature movie. As you know, Brian, um, it, 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 you know, uh, a late actor can can actually it can be a butterfly effect and can actually cost thousands of pounds. And uh, actually, yeah. I should have said at the top of this podcast, Rob, you know a thing or two about this because you've been in the industry over thirty odd years, nearly forty years yeah. now. You've worked with people like Daniel Day Lewis yeah. and uh, Sean Connery. You've done a hundred odd film, TV appearances. So yeah. the thing is, you probably had done more additions than than oh, than man. most of us have had hot dinners and. Oh. And so you know a thing or two about this, and and it's funny the thing that you say about timekeeping because the thing about timekeeping is it takes no talent. You know, <laughs> you know it's like most people are so worried about yeah. getting the audition right and you know being able to do the work, yeah. but actually 
these simple things get construed as talent, you know, just being able to turn up in time and, and make sure you're there. And of course, you know what I mean? If you're running a bit late because you've left the house late or your flat late and, and, and the train's delayed or something like that, you're going to get stressed. And so when you do arrive at the audition, even if you arrive just in the nick of time, you've arrived stressed. Yeah. And, and, and stress is the actor's enemy, as we all know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so for your own good, be there on time as well. It really is very, very important. I know it seems that we're harping on and we're banging on about this, but it really is very, yeah, very important. It is important. very yeah. important. No, I totally agree. So assuming that we get there in time, Rob, yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which we'll try to. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> we then, you know, we so let's just walk through this because we turn up on time. Yeah. Um, you, I don't know about you. Usually I go for a coffee or something like that around about the area near to the audition place. And then closer to the time, maybe 10, 15 minutes or 10 minutes. Not You want, don't want to be too early. Get either. there 10 minutes early. Yeah. Always a good plan. And so you turn up 10 minutes early. You walk in there and usually you're confronted by the, the assistant to the casting director or somebody like that. There is on you know on the desk welcoming the actors and then giving them scripts and so on how do you feel about that that because uh, how do you feel about that little bit of the process do you think that's important oh very important i mean um sometimes if you're lucky you might get a copy of the script the night before mm. if you do get a copy of the script the night before and i don't care what anyone says to the contrary if you do get a copy of the script the night before learn it don't not learn it thinking I'll go in and I'll make it innovative and I'll make it spontaneous and I'll read it on the spot and learn it and the the other thing is don't if you don't don't come up with any excuses because I I hear this like there was a top casting writer said to me he said the the thing that I hate most is an actor walking in and going oh you know I couldn't learn it last night he said you know I was out last night or (laughs) had something else going on or I was in a show and he said these might be valid excuses he said but you don't want to hear them in the audition room you know it's like just come in and you know and do the job and do the job well no learn it don't sleep learn it (laughs) you know I mean you you, you really must but I mean so, so so when you arrive and actually even when you're in the I'll tell you a little story that 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 was uh that, that actually happened. Um, an actor was, uh, he, he went for a coffee mm. before the audition and he's sitting there and he's reading, he got the script the night before and he's sitting there reading through the script and uh, he got talking to the person on uh, on the next table, just got, somehow got talking and they said, oh, what are you, you you're reading a script? He said, yeah, he said, it's, it's a crap script. <laughs> I, can't, I can't stand this script, it's a crap script. But, you know, you have to do it, I'm going to go for the audition. And so, okay, well, right, bye then. And the actor went for the audition and he walked into the audition room and the guy that he said it's a crap script to was the writer of the script in the audition room. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. And so, in a sense, obviously he didn't get the role, but in a sense, your audition starts before you even get there because with, with your yeah. own preparation and just because it's the area, people might see you. People, you know, your audition mm. starts the minute you're, you're you, in the area. You're, you're absolutely right, Rob. Yeah. It actually reminds me of a story. Um, <clears throat> this casting director I was telling you about is very prominent. I won't mention names, but he, he's, he's very prominent. Mm. And he said that, um, you know, he went to the Groucho Club, um, which, if you don't know what that is, it's like a, it's an industry hangout. It's where all actors, directors, producers, we like to go there. It's very exclusive. Um, and, he, you know, I'm a member there, and he was a member there, and he said that he turned up one day, and he just went in there, and he said... Uh, he ordered a coffee or something like that, and he sat down, and there was a guy next to him, um, sitting next to him, and uh, the guy just went, turned around, excuse me, he says, y- um, you're in my Straza. Um, 
<laughs> my straza. My straza. What the right? hell is he talking about? I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's like God only knows, right? So, and he said, you're in my, you know, he said, would you mind um, if you didn't sit there, basically, right? And, um, you know, he's the casting director. went, all right, okay, fine. He got up and he moved. And then somebody later on said to this guy, do you know who that is sitting over there? And they said the name. And this guy was an actor. And he went, oh, my God. He said, I've just basically, you know, brushed off, a, you know, very prominent casting director. So he then went over to, to the ca said casting director and went, oh, I'm really sorry. I didn't oh, realize who God. you were. Yeah, that's a mistake. And before. it was all this, this <laughs> going on. <laughs> so here's the, here's the message. I think, you know, we're talking about going into that audition room. And it's interesting what you were, that story about outside of the audition room. As yeah. soon as you're in the vicinity and no matter who you deal with, be it the person on the reception or or somebody that's their audition, you treat them all the same and... Always you, be yeah. nice to receptionists. Yeah. Always be nice to receptionists because they can conveniently lose your contact sheet <laughs> if you're not nice to them. This uh, is true. Yeah, and so, so 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 get there, be nice to everybody. Now, here's here's a good bit of advice for anyone going uh, for their first audition or, or, or even if they're... Actually, even if you're a seasoned actor and you've been for a thousand auditions, when you get into the audition room and you see you might see other actors in the waiting area that you know, forget about the chit-chat. Forget about, oh, hi, haven't seen you for so long, dear, and giving hugs and cuddles and laughing and the anecdotes and all that. Forget all that. You're there to concentrate on your audition. You're there to, um, you, you need to focus. You need to walk into the room solving the problem of the, the casting problem of the auditioners. Yeah. And also, it can be very annoying. When I'm sitting in an audition room and I've got two uh, actors over there talking and anecdoting and, and, and laughing, it's it's distracting. I just want them to shut their up. Yeah. And, yeah. And, you know. but, but the other thing is, Rob, some people, are, believe it or not, are a little bit devious. <laughs> and w when they're going in, they, you know, at the end of the day, actors are at that stage in competition with each other, there may be big roles on the table. And it's not unknown for actors to kind of distract other actors. So they're taking yeah. their eye off the ball, not really thinking about what they're going to do when they go in. And then suddenly, you know, you know, they don't do as good a job. So I know. I know. This, uh, I know it, it, it all happens. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all, all, all that happens. And, uh, you know, I have to say that I normally, um, I mean, you know me, Brian, I, I'm, I'm not uh, sort of lost for words normally. And I'll, I'll say something to them. Mm. I'll say Excuse me, can you just shut shut up? Yeah. I'm trying to, yeah. I'm home. I'm, I'm and I can tell home. you're restraining yourself there, Rob. But, um, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. you might have told them, yeah, exactly. So yeah. here's the thing is, so we've got, in, we've got into the reception. Yeah. We're, we've, we've dealt pleasantly with the receptionist. Yeah. We've got our script. Yeah. We're not talking to anybody else That's because good. we've got a job to do. Yeah. And we're, we're going through maybe the script as we've learned the line before. We're just kind of going through that, trying to relax. I think it's important at that stage as well. Sure. And so we get to the stage where we're walking in the room, right? So this is, you know, quite an important stage of the um, the process because it's been said that some casting directors, directors will even make a decision at that early stage. You know, they'll go... The uh, minute before you've closed the door behind you. Yeah. So it's yeah. like five, six seconds. They can do that. One thing that I... I mean, this is just a personal thing, actually. It's not necessarily a, a, a rule of thumb, but it's just a personal thing is, um, you know, when you walk into the audition room, you're there because they want you to be there. They think that you can do the job. Uh, that's why you've been called in in the first place. So walk in with a certain amount of confidence, not so so it's arrogance, mm. 
mm. but just a certain amount of confidence. Now, here's the thing. Don't try and make friends with everybody. Don't. It's not necessary to go around and smile at everybody and shake everybody's hand and, and, and make friends with everybody. That can be annoying because everyone that goes in does that. They all want to mm. shake your hand and make <laughs> friends with you. It can be, just go in and say, hi, good morning. Good morning, my name's Rob. And that's it. That's all you need to do. And they'll ask you to go and stand on a mark on the floor. <clears throat> and if it's this is if it's for a, a TV or um, a commercial audition, you'll go and stand on a mark on the floor and you'll look to the camera and you'll say, hi, my name's Rob and uh, my agent is whoever your agent is. And... Um, and, 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 and that's it. They might ask you to show your hands in front of your face. And, um, it's funny you should mention the, the yeah. shaking of hands thing because, um, yeah. as you know, I, I go to, to LA quite a bit as well, with, you know, taking students over there. And when we're over there, we bring, you know, some big casting directors in. And there's one particular casting director that, that comes in and she, she's a lovely woman, couldn't meet a nicer person. Yeah. And really on the side of the actor, but there's, there's one thing that she doesn't, she can't, well, doesn't do, which is shake hands. Americans don't, you know. Mm. Americans don't like to do that. Well, um, she she no. said, look, the reason I don't shake hands is that you know, as a casting director, she says I could be seen in America. They see even more people in a day. You know, they might yeah. see as many as forty people in a day. And she says, if I'm shaking hands with all them, she says, where have their hands been, and exactly. what kind of diseases stuff are yeah. so. Actually, it's funny because um, sometimes a casting director or somebody likes to shake hands. Sometimes they, they absolutely don't. Um, so in a way, actually, you, you begin to judge that situation because you're right. Sometimes you walk into a room and everybody's quite far, for example, quite far away from you. You know, you're yeah. the actor and it doesn't feel right to do it. Um, and usually maybe even before, you know, when you're meeting the casting director beforehand, there's a handshake or whatever, but... It's like you say, I, I don't think it's you need to kind of judge the situation that you're in and what they want you to do is just come in and do the job well at the end of the day. Isn't just it? come in, do the, do the job or at audition stage, just come in, do your audition and then leave. They don't, you know, they, they're not interested in making friends with you and shaking out. They just want to see what you do and then you, you, you leave. Um, you know, and, and, and uh, just like to add, add, add this at this stage that Consider what you're auditioning for. So, for example, I mean, go go dressed. Think about how you're going to dress. I was going to bring this up. You're going to bring this I up. I was going to bring this up. Okay, you think about how you're dressed. So, and now, if you're going for um, to play a pirate in Pirates of the Caribbean or something like that for the next one that's coming up, mm-hmm. please God, that will happen. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, but there's no need to go for the audition dressed in full pirate regalia. No. That, that would be ridiculous. In fact, it would probably put them off. Yes. But you could go with perhaps just a, a flouncy shirt. Mm-hmm. And if you've got tattoos, show them. Maybe put an earring in. That's enough. I had, uh, there was one, one student of mine who, um, former student, who was going up for, it was on a kind of army-themed program and a film, actually. And I was helping him with it and I said, look, one of the things you should do is think about going in dressed like, you know, not, not exactly the same as a paratrooper, mm. but give the feel. So, for example, they wore sort of burgundy tops. Mm. I said, well, if you can find a burgundy T-shirt, I said, that might be a good thing to wear because it's, you know, they're, they're thinking along those lines. That's it. And he did, he did that and actually they commented on it. It gets, it gets noticed because here's the thing. You think that everybody's going to be doing that. But from my experience and your experience, Rob, they don't. it's very rare, isn't it? It's they like, don't. And they like it because you're doing part of their job for them. They don't have to use their imaginations. They've got imaginations, of course, but they don't have to use their imaginations. They don't have to. If you can make their job easy for them, 
mm. then you're going to solve their problem, and they like that. And, and I've so. got a th- a, another theory as well mm. about that is because we're in a visual industry, mm. when you create the visual image in front of the, a director or a casting director, it's quite hard for them to forget that. So, the, you know, the, the visual representation of it is actually quite important as well. So dressing like it is, is uh, I think, important. And, and another thing I think is important for auditions, Rob, getting to the performance side of it, mm. is making some decisions and choices about how what you think the character is like and not being wishy-washy about it, you know, being quite definite about what you think they're like rather than just going in and going, well, they're a bit like this, a bit like that which is undefined. No, bold, definite choices, for mm. sure. Um, and it doesn't matter, actually. Actually, it doesn't matter too much if those choices you make are not the same as the auditioners see it. Mm. They'll see that you've made a, a bold choice, mm. and they like that. Mm. you know. Uh, and, and then you'll get some direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And direction's important, because um, often... You know, a director or casting director may redirect you. So you're doing it one way, and then they ask you to do it a completely different way. And They will, always. Yeah, and, yeah. and really they're testing, apart from maybe testing a different way of doing it, they might be testing to see whether you can be redirected. How you take direction, that's what they're doing, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not going to be like that on the day, for sure. I've mm-hmm. never done an audition yet that I've actually managed to get where uh, on the day of filming or first day of rehearsals, if it's for theatre or whatever, where the audition has actually had anything to do with the way we're doing it. Yeah. When 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 we go. Um, yeah. So it's it's just a case of meeting you. But not. The, I mean, one of the most important things about auditions is, um, if you don't get the job, don't beat yourself up about it. You know, mm. it, it it it's okay. Um, it doesn't mean that you did a bad audition. It no. doesn't mean that you're a bad actor or you did a bad audition. It just means they've decided to go in a different direction with it. They wanted somebody older or shorter or whatever it is. You know. Yeah. Um, and it's, it can be completely out of your control because yeah. there's been some times that you might not get it because the person that you're going to be working opposite is like two two inches taller and they can't have you being shorter. Or and they've already been cast. <clears throat> and so exactly, yeah. not that I've ever came across that, you know, because me being, you know, <laughs> of the height I am, you know, that's just never happened. But what six foot eight? I've yeah. heard it has <laughs> happened to shorter actors, believe it or not. Yeah. But. Um, but once you get to a certain stage, of course, they don't care what height you are. I mean, you know. And you know what? Very often, it's it's um, pointless trying to second guess it because very often, the auditioners themselves they don't quite know what they're looking for until no. they see it. And sometimes yeah. they change their mind. Yeah. Sometimes you bring in a, a way of doing it they never thought of, yeah. and they go, "Yeah, I like that," and we'll we'll go with that. I've even heard actually of parts changing sex. Because, you know, they, they thought yeah. suddenly they brought some guys in to play what they think might have been a female role. And they've, yeah. they've changed sex yeah. on, on the part. So you just never know uh, when you're going through that process. Exactly. Um, you know, the, here's another one, actually, that is, is, makes a difference. Um, if it's an audition on camera, mm. the casting director, who will be sitting behind the camera... Um, We'll ask you certain questions. Uh, mm. who, who's your agent? Um, are you available on the days of the shoot? Mm. Etc. Choose who you're going to direct your answers to. Are you going to direct your answers to the casting director behind the camera? Or are you going to direct your answers to the camera lens? Doesn't matter which one you do, but choose one. And don't flip between the two. Mm. Having chosen one, so somebody's talking to you and your answer isn't going to be to them. It's going to be into the camera. Or it's going to be to them, in which case you, you ignore the camera. And, and most times it usually is off camera, isn't it? It's usually to 
the cast, unless you're specifically asked to do something to camera, but it's usually just off off lens. Um, okay. But my experience. Okay. Yeah. Would um, you disagree with that, Rob? I always choose to do it to the lens. Oh, do you? Be, yeah, be, 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 the, the simple reason. When they're looking back at it, yeah. then I'll be talking to the person that's looking back at it. Yeah. As it, as it were. Right. Interesting. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, because... Um, and they'll be able to see my eyes. And, yeah. And, 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 and eyes are important. I think in that case, yeah. it's, it, it's good to ask, actually, because... Um, Sometimes I've heard some casting directors they hate the you know people looking down the lens and other ones, you know, um, don't. So it may be. Would you agree? Probably it's a good idea when you go in. It's not a bad question to ask. No, yeah, you can. You know, where who, where do you want me? Do you want me to read to you? Do you want me to look uh, into camera? And those, I guess, they'll soon tell you. Oh, just tell you. I say no to me to camera. Whatever. Yeah. You know. I mean, some some casting directors, uh, if it's for a theatrical audition, for example, don't like you. Um, using them as the other person yeah directly to them with eye contact you have to sort of put it slightly to the left of them or to the right of them to a, a space where there is no one yes they, they, they get a bit intimidated for some yeah reason, no i totally agree yeah, with that yeah, i, I yeah. don't think you should look directly at um and let, it's, you're right it is different for film and tv because yeah. more you have to look at the reader a lot of the time but for like theater or doing like a monologue or something like that uh, yeah, I totally agree with that. You shouldn't look at them because then they, then they're involved in the acting process. You know, it's, they need to observe it rather than being exactly. part of it. Exactly, and and, and very often, um, going back to TV and film auditions, the casting director or the casting assistant mm -hmm. will be the one that's reading in the lines yeah. that you react to, and more often than not, God bless them, because they're not actors or actresses. They're not going to give you anything. Oh my God! It, I've, it, it, some it, of the times is you know it's, it's just going to be. Isn't a, it? Bland, deadpan reading. You can't hardly hear them. They're speaking under their breath. So, 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 so. And <laughs> you have to react. And, yeah, and you've like, got to react. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's like it's <laughs> like it is like acting with a piece of wood opposite yeah. you. And you're right. No disrespect them because they're not actors. But at the end of the day, they're, they're just reading the lines. Um, but you can't depend on them giving you stuff to kind of react off. You've basically just got to. Um, imagine that at the end of the day. Yeah. So, uh, so. But yeah. you know, all, all, all good, all good fun. I think that you mentioned the key word at the beginning uh, when we started speaking on this subject. The key word throughout auditions and also throughout all performance, in my in fact, I would go so far as to say um, that it's the the single most important thing an actor can learn, and that is the R word: relax. Yes. In in my opinion, I think that's the most important. I agree. I and, think, actually, if you yeah. can relax, you, you know, it takes you more than halfway there because mm. it's such a stressful, it can be. You know, they, they've done experiments and they've basically said that an actor going for an audition is like being in a car crash. The body goes through a similar sort of... You do go of, through stress. Mm. And, and if you can control that stress and relax, then you're halfway there, you know, and, uh, and be on time. Yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> And, and and be nice to people, but not over friendly. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And then once you're done, like you said earlier on, I think it's important to for, to try and forget about it. I know it's hard, but I think that actually after the audition, you should mm. go and do something fun. You know, you should do something, maybe meet up with a friend, or go and do something. It takes your mind off it, because there's that tendency just to go over and over. Go and forget doing. it. I mean, I, I I even after the many auditions I've been for and, and 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 the few years I've been in the business, I always do that. You know, when I come out of an audition. Look, it's an actor's thing, you know, it's, it's anyone listening, everyone listening to this will, will relate to this. I'm never totally happy with anything I've done. 
I can always think, oh, I should have done that better or I could have done that. Oh, why didn't I do that? And, uh, and I go over it again in my mind and I, I sort of redo the audition in my mind yeah. after I've come out. Until I get it right in my own mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way it should have happened. Yeah, that's the way it should have bloody happened. And and you know, very often I uh, I go for an audition and I think, oh, hey, I did brilliantly there. I, I was the best thing that walked through the door there. I did fun. I did a good audition. It feels good. Mm. I don't get it. Sometimes I do, but sometimes I don't get it. And then I go for an audition. I think, oh, geez, I, I just embarrassed myself there. Well, what on mm. earth was I doing? And I get it. Yeah, and it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, sometimes I, I thought that was a car crash. Yeah. I thought yeah. I'll never get that in a million years, and I've got it. And other ones I went in, and I thought <laughs> I was. I mean, I was up there with Brando, and you, you, and you never see it. And the fools, you know? the fools. They didn't yeah. give you the job. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But um, yeah. yeah, and it's funny what you were saying about never being satisfied. It reminds me of uh, the quote that Martha Graham, you know, the dancer and dance mm. teacher, said that mm. you know an artist is never satisfied at any time whatsoever. There's always a queer dissatisfaction. He says, but that's what keeps us going. That's what keeps us looking for um, perfection or, or going towards which you know a, a better standard. Than- well, you know what I mean. At the risk of getting a bit arty, what's it? God forbid about all this. God forbid. I mean, what is art? I mean, true art is trying to express that which cannot be expressed because it's a thing you have to experience. And it's not anything that you can really communicate to another person because it's something that has to be experienced. And, and, and so it, 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 it's the dilemma of all artists, I think. Mm. You know, how am I going to put this across? And, um, and so you're never going to be satisfied with it because you think... And that, that's the tricky thing, actually, is that <clears throat> as an artist, you're especially going into auditions, which is kind of not really an artistic environment but you're having to to do your bit the best that you can in that environment it's more of a business environment mm. so um but that's the the juggling, juggling act really between you know being an actor and also working within the business you know what i've only just in recent years learned that i thought well i'm i'm an actor i can i can just be an actor and i'll leave the business side of things to the people that look after that stuff mm. But you know, it's got to be—it's got to be us, me, you—that yeah. looks after that stuff as well. So we, we, it, it's—it's—it's it, a, it's a contradiction, and it's one one that you have to deal with. But indeed, indeed, which yeah. is probably a conversation for another day, Rob. Yeah. It's yeah. like, and um, I don't know how long we've been chatting about this, but um, you know, because initially I thought these podcasts twenty minutes, right? We'll do we'll, t- we'll do twenty minutes. Listen, we could speak for twenty hours on we auditions. Could, we could. It's, it's, uh, I mean, we, we we've barely actually even scratched the surface about auditions here. Exactly, podcast, I know we've, we've just given a, a light dusting yeah. on, on what is the yeah. the thing of audition technique. Um, but I think that that is probably enough for today, Rob. All right, okay, and um, we'll come back. Um, we'll I look forward to the next one. And, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll do auditions too. Additions too. Yeah. yeah, I think that'll be yeah, good. Okay. Yeah, right, we'll, yeah, we'll definitely do that one at some okay. point. Yeah. So, um, yep. Yeah, thanks everyone listening, and um, we will um, we'll see you on the next podcast. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Brian Timoney's World of Acting. For more great content and to stay up to date, go to www.briantimoneyacting.co.uk. Make sure you listen next time, where Brian brings you powerful, impactful, volcanic acting and business of acting techniques. We'll see you next time.